Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Now, we're broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. And, of course, you can download the podcast version if you miss anything on uh, your iHeartRadio app, on iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. Just type in Doug Gottlieb Show. And if you like something, share it with a friend. I got some more Mike Tomlin for you. Rick Buecher is going to join us. By the way, has anyone else noticed that there is a, um, an added energy level an added energy level to NBA games. Like I was watching last night, the Knicks game 
uh, where they beat the Sixers at home, and the Garden continues to be on fire. But then I was watching the Spurs and the Lakers. Anybody else watch that? And it was like a playoff game. I don't know if it's a year where you didn't have the chance to go to games, uh, or it's just like this is the new us. But forever, NBA games have been so boring, not just because of the play, but honestly because of the atmosphere, and that seems to have changed. Has anybody else noticed that? T.J. Right, Hushmanzad will join us later on the show. He's awesome. Uh, we got some more on Deshaun Watson. Wait to hear what the commissioner said about him. Daniel Jeremiah will join us. And uh, the Jets claim the Pats ran up the score on them. And they're not so happy about it. Let me get to yesterday. So the owners' meetings are taking place. And the league meetings are taking place. And Roger Goodell spoke. And, and he said a lot of interesting things. Okay, so... Dan Snyder's Washington football team. Now, for a long time, Dan Snyder was just a bad guy, right? Remember, he, he was the first, uh, he was the first, I believe, only, only owner to charge fans to come see his team's open workouts, open workouts early in the fall, right? Remember, when they had training camp, and this goes back probably 15 years ago, Dan Snyder, when he took ownership of the Washington football team, maybe it's 20 years ago, he made ways because he wanted to charge fans and people revolted. They're like, that's not how we roll. Um, he's, he's not seen as a warm and fuzzy. He is seen as a guy who uh, isn't well liked in many circles, but he's been crazy successful. He, now he wants a new football stadium. People wanted him to change the name. He was defiant on that. Then they did change the name. And then of course there was this uh, bombshell that was dropped about a year ago, maybe a little bit more than a year ago that he had a toxic culture in his, uh, in his offices with sexual harassment and some allegations of sexual assault. And the Washington football team, remember, was fined $10 million for their highly unprofessional environment. And Dan Snyder stepped down from running the day-to-day operations. And you know what he put in his place? In, in place? His wife. Hey, guys, I don't have... Okay. Um... Roger Goodell said this, that is making waves across the Twitter sphere and the news sphere and the sports world. This is what he said about Dan Snyder being held accountable. Uh, I do think he's been held accountable for. I think the organization has been held accountable. For, and I think we did an unprecedented fine. Uh, Dan Snyder has not been involved with the organization for now almost four months. Uh, uh, and uh, we obviously are focused more on making sure the policies that they had, some of many which they put into place prior to this investigation, but also uh, coming out of it were put into place and that they will be maintained and that we can ensure that that will happen in this organization. Here's Goodell on why the report will not be made public. As you know, uh, there was a summary of the findings. We had an independent counsel look at that. They worked on it almost a year. I think interviewed uh, roughly 150 people and I think close to 6 million documents that they worked through. But one of the important things by getting in a professional that has worked in this space was making sure that you had people who were willing to come forward, most of which wanted to do so with security and privacy and anonymity. And it would be difficult for us to do that. And that not only affects the investigation that you're going through, but it affects future investigations and the credibility of that. So when you make a promise to protect anonymity, you need to stand by that. We're very conscious of making sure that we're protecting uh, those that came forward. They were incredibly brave, incredibly open, and we respect the pain that they probably went through all over again. 
uh, to come forward. That was a, a very high priority for us. That was Roger Goodell. And I, I not only buy into what he's saying, I agree with him. Right? It was bad enough that the Gruden stuff was leaked. Let's just be honest. What goes counter to what he's saying is the Gruden stuff was leaked. Now, the Gruden stuff may have been in the final report, and that's, you know, and it was taken out be, because they, they found it. I actually think that the thoroughness of the investigation is proven by the, by the Gruden stuff. But, but this, is, this is the point with all of these movements. It's like, look, finding the bad guy is important. Changing the culture is important. Holding people accountable is important. But there is, at least at some point, a limit. And what they're saying is like, look, the worst that we're levying the greatest fine we've ever thrown down on a football franchise. We have there are no ties of knowledge between Dan Snyder and what was going on in the front office. And because they couldn't find any, he gets to keep the team and there's no additional punishment. But this this is what like all of these movements are. They're really good in their spirit. Like the Me Too movement is a incredibly important movement right incredibly important in all honesty like i i don't the organization and some of the things they want like black lives matter i don't agree with the the branded movement right i don't believe that what blm wants and what their website desired and whatever but the idea of the treatment of minorities, frankly, the treatment of everybody at the hands of police officers, but that black people are made to fear police officers in routine traffic stops because of years of unfair treatment. Like that is an important thing in our society. But again, there's a limit there. It doesn't mean all police are bad. It doesn't mean that you, that you uh, defund the police, right? The Me Too movement is an important movement, but there does come a limit to where you just can't chase everything and every story and, okay, everybody has to lose their job and lose their ownership because they were ever associated with it. Like, if, if he wasn't harassing anybody, if, if he wasn't sending out emails with these pictures of the cheerleaders, and he, then there's no, and there's no um smoking gun that shows that he had any knowledge of it taking place. What, what more can you possibly do? You find him $10 million. Remember you find him $10 million and then you had the pandemic when everybody lost a ton of money. So I know he's rich beyond belief. I know that based upon his overall value and the value of the franchise, it is a drop in the proverbial bucket. I understand all of that. Okay. I understand all of that. But I also understand that there's just, there's got to be a limit at some point. This was the Mike Vick thing, right? What Mike Vick did was terrible, terrible. And truthfully, he went to jail, not just because of what they did to dogs, but because he continually lied about it. But he paid his debt to society. That's it. That's it. They sullied his name. That's it. He'll forever walk around with that scarlet letter to some people, even if he's re- rehabilitated. And I, I know Mike Vick. I know people that know Mike Vick. He obviously has worked with us here at Fox Sports and Fox Sports Radio. And I like him a lot. I think he's a hell of a dude. And he's seen the bottom. 
Uh, I mean, he's been to actual prison, right? Like I, there, there's a point where you go like, it's enough. It's enough. Everyone involved directly and slightly indirectly has lost their job. And the owner has had to pay out a $10 million fine and completely reorganize, reorganize his front office. What, 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 how much, how many more pounds of flesh are there? So what happens is Roger Goodell goes up there and says like, look, here's why we had an independent counsel. Hey, they went through, they went through 6 million documents. They released the findings. Okay. But we're not going to release every, everything else. You're not entitled to that. We're private enterprise. None of this affects you. There's other things in those emails that you, you don't need to see. And we don't want to have disclosed, not just names, but stuff that's not, shouldn't be public information. So I'm sitting here today defending Roger Goodell because he did everything that was asked in truth. Okay. In truth. If you go back and look at the Ray Rice thing, we have no feeling for context. When they suspended Ray Rice for domestic battery for something that never went to trial, he was never, because there was a pretrial diversionary hearing that was actually the longest suspension for domestic abuse in the history of the NFL. It was not enough. That, but he, at the time, Goodell was like, look, we never suspended a guy two games for something that didn't even go to trial, pretrial divisionary hearing, first offense. Should they have seen the tape? Yes. Would the tape have changed things? Yes. But, but I, I, I just think sometimes we're not realistic about what is possible when you're in charge. There's also precedent. If you take the team from Dan Snyder, well, what other teams, I mean, now do you, the, the, the Cam, Cal McNair thing, do you take the team from him? If you found something with the Raiders, by the way, the Raiders front office, they, they fired three people before the season. A couple were alleged to be skimming off the top. Hey, do you take the team from Mark Davis because of it? He didn't know. That's probably why he fired those people. This is the realities of how much is under your purview and how much is not. So while Twitter wants more, 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 more. And the Me Too movement doesn't want to stop. Get rid of everybody. Me and the Radical Center says, look, it, it was bad old boys club. It was gross. All those dudes lost their job. Not do it the right way. Change, demand change in how people are treated. Find the organization as big a fine as you possibly can. $10 million is a lot of money. And see how they react and see how they evolve. And if there's, you, you can't, you can't uh, get rid of an owner who there are no connecting emails or texts or anything. Like there's no smoking gun. You can't because you you assume that he had to on some level know. It's not the way it works. You also can't disclose everything when you truly investigate a, a football team because there are other things that people don't want out there. Right? This, I'll give you a parallel and then we're going to get to 
the Mike Tomlin, Carson Palmer discussion. Here's the parallel. Hey, going into the Olympics this year, you had many people, especially people who are, you would classify as woke, complaining because athletes weren't allowed to protest during their medal ceremony. The problem with that is not most of the American protests. It's really not. Protesting police brutality, equal treatment of all human beings. Like, no, The, the problem is that we only look at it through our own lens. Well, why don't we protest China? Right? Ennis Cantor is protesting China. Well, you know, there's a lot of people who don't like the American way. And what happens when one of those countries wins a gold medal? Why can't they say death to America? <laughs> right? It's their form of protest. And oh yeah, by the way, if we're not even considering America or death to America, there are countries that don't like people of other races, people of other cultures. Like we only look, we think everybody should and will think like us, damn it. And we should all be free to speak our own minds, but only the own minds, which are completely open-minded. Like, yeah, that's not really close to how it works. Not every culture embraces the LGBTQ plus community. They don't. Not every culture embraces interracial relationship. Not every culture uh, um, accepts Jewish people, Christian people, Muslim people. They don't. Okay? So sometimes you have to draw a line because there's that law of unintended consequences. And if the intended consequence is to change the Washington football team and change their culture and make the owner feel the pain. He had to change the football name. He had to get rid of his entire front office. He also, by the way, fired his coach. He had to step down and put his wife in charge. Like, and they paid $10 million. I don't know how many pounds of flesh you need, but that, that that's a lot of pounds of flesh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show? Fox Sports Radio. We got a great show for you. I mean, just an outstanding, outstanding show for you. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah is our guest. Of course, uh, he has Move the Sticks podcast. He and Bucky Brooks, of course, works with us. You can see him on the NFL Network. You can see that on the NFL Network. And you can hear him call Chargers games um, all year, uh, hear him all year long on our sister station here in Los Angeles. Let's let's get to a bunch of this stuff. Um, let me ask you about Tua, okay? Take a listen to what Tua said when he, when he was asked if he felt wanted. I don't not feel wanted. <laughs> That's what I could say. 
honestly, I I don't I don't base my emotions off of who says anything about me or or who's saying what. I mean, all I can do is is my job and and do it to the best of my capability. Um, what what are your thoughts on the Tua situation? As it feels like Deshaun Watson's going to be a Dolphin by all reports, and then there's Tua who's you know still playing football and quarterback for the for the team. Yeah, I think that was like the definition of. Uh, I don't think they hate me, but I just not sure they like me. You know, like that, that's basically what I took away from that quote. Um, but it's, it, dude, I you know whatever you think about Tua, you know, and everybody can say the Jets should take Justin Herbert and Tua is not worth where they picked him and and yada yada yada. It's he is in an awful situation, awful. I mean, it just you don't have the backing of your organization. They're constantly flirting with this Deshaun Watson thing, but it never gets done. You're kind of stuck in limbo. Um, you've got an offensive line that's not great. It's just the whole team is not not playing well. So not a great situation for him. When I watched the tape and watched him last week, I thought he threw the ball well. I thought he made, you know, he had the, the interceptions. But, uh, you know, you can't say outside of that. But really, he, he played a pretty good game, made some nice throws. He just doesn't have that big arm to be able to make two or three, you know, throws a game that kind of are the, the separators. But he drove them down, had them in position to win a football game, and, and their defense couldn't get off the field. So, um, I, I don't envy the position that he's in, put it that way. Um, do you feel when, when Roger Goodell said, you know, we don't have enough information, it, it felt like what he was saying was like, look, he can play. It, it, yeah. it, it did feel like he, he said he could play without saying he could play. What are your, what's your read into what, what and how Goodell said what he said yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of what had been reported a little bit, which is he's not on any list. He's not on the exempt list, so – you know, he would be willing to play. You're just going to have to answer the questions and everything that comes along with that. I think that's why, you know, if you're the Miami Dolphins, you prefer for this stuff in a perfect world to be settled as much as it could be settled before you make this trade. And if not, he's got to bake in some type of protections um, into the trade. So I've never thought it made sense for either party to do this trade during this time, even if it meant that you could get him on the field right away. If you're the Dolphins, I just – I felt like this was an, an off-season move. So maybe maybe we're talking next week, Doug, and, and I'm proven wrong, and they pulled this thing off, but it's just it's a little murky at this point in time. It, it, is, it is murky. How big a buyer are you into the Bengals? I, I, I always say the same things. You know, I believe in championship teams have two components. They have great quarterback play, and they can rush the passer. Um, and this Bengals team is getting great quarterback play out of Joe Burrow. Obviously, Jamar Chase is... Uh, you know, it's going to be within a year. We're going to say he's the best receiver in the NFL. And then you flip it on the defensive side of the ball, and they're doing a really jo- good job of getting after the quarterback. So those things last. Those things are real. Um, that, to me, is why they're going to be around. They're not going anywhere. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Right, how do you fix the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, I feel like I say it every week, patience and physicality. It's, it's what they need to do, and they just they kind of refuse to do it. Um, it's with Mahomes in terms of the passing game. Get your feet in the ground. Take the easy layups. Take the take the five, ten, ten yard completions. Stop trying to to make things happen when there's nothing there. The safeties are in the parking lot. They're taking that stuff away. You're not going to be able to get all these deep over shots. Um, don't bail out of clean pockets. You know those are some of the you know bad habits that he's kind of drifting back into. Some of the stuff you saw in college, and then. Just commit to the running game a little bit. I know we're a passing league. I know analytics. I get all that. But you got to run people out of that look. 
you would see it with Peyton Manning all the time when teams would try and play the Colts that way. He got to the point where he just was patient. He would take the easy underneath completions and he would just run the ball. If you're gonna, if you're not gonna respect that at all, he's just gonna keep doing it. And the Chiefs have just not shown any commitment whatsoever to do that. It's baffling to me. It it, it really is. I mean, just singles and doubles, right? And they just keep swinging for the fences. Yeah, yeah, eventually you're gonna scare one of those safeties down, and then then you take your shots. But um, you know, you, you just it, there's nothing there. There's nothing there deep down the field. But you've got guys underneath an intermediate that are there all day long. Take those, and then you've got an offensive line that's better in a run blocking mode than they are in a pass protecting mode i mean it's just kind of curious how it all came together but you've got you've got that entire offensive line can move people in the run game they're better in the run game they don't ever run how do we get to this place where um now kyle shanahan's coaching acumen's been called into question yeah i mean you know i think with with that one it's he built a reputation because of the offenses that he coordinated and they had a certain type of quarterback um, that had success playing that way. And I, I don't I feel like he's almost been kind of chasing that Matt Ryan version. And Jimmy gave him some, some of that in the year they went to the Super Bowl. but that team was so dominant in every other area in the run game and as well as, uh, you know, defensively. I don't think this team's quite as dominant there. And I don't know that, you know, I think some of the criticism is fair. I don't know that Kyle's done a great job of adapting to maybe a little different skill sets for the quarterbacks that he has. Um, and that's in a very limited exposure with Trey Lance. And then that's kind of what we've seen with Jimmy. So I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't uh, have any problem with the criticism being levied at him. He's, he's earned his reputation as a, as a genius and a guru and a great coordinator. But, you know, you look at the win-loss record, it is what it is. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Daniel Jeremiah is our guest. Uh, he's an NFL analyst. You can see him on Move the Sticks or download Move the Sticks as his podcast. Of course, hear him call the Chargers games a- as well. Um, we're going to see the Packers tonight against the Cardinals, but no Alan Lazard. Uh, or is it tomorrow night? Wait, I'm, I'm my nights are right, confused. Yeah. Sorry. Right. No Alan Lazard, and obviously no, no Devontae Adams. Um, I, like... This is a game where the Cardinals obviously favored, and now the number has has jumped. What are your thoughts on the Packers and and kind of COVID running rampant through their wide receiving core? I think it's it's put Aaron in a pretty good spot where he's got a chance to have absolutely no pressure on him um, and go out there and if if they get it done, he's going to get one hundred percent of the credit, and if they don't get it done, it's kind of no harm, no foul, you know, because of who they're down. I still think they're dangerous. Um, I think they get, especially if they get Bakhtiari back. I think they, you know, can try and run the ball a little bit. And uh, you know, Aaron's got—he's one of those guys that can make uh, everyone else better. He can elevate the play of others around him. So he'll get an opportunity to do that. I would not write them off in this game at all. Um, you know, I think they're going to have to keep pace. I don't think they're going to be able to completely slow down this Arizona offense. It's been so explosive and so dynamic. But I have a hard time saying no matter who's, who's playing wide receiver, that Aaron Rodgers-led team doesn't have a chance in a football game. Still Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, do you think that Pete Carroll's time should be up at the end of the year in Seattle? I, I think that they're a team that has a huge decision to make in terms of their roster and their direction. Um, you know, you don't want to be the guy who trades a Hall of Fame quarterback. I wouldn't want to be that guy. 
when you're when you're thinking about Russell Wilson. Uh, but this is a team that's just it's got a little bit of a talent issue. Um, it doesn't look like they're close. They don't have a first round pick next year. They're coming off of a draft where they only had three picks, none of which are going to be you know big time impact guys. So you're looking at a team that's not super talented right now and is basically going to go two years in a row, you know potentially without adding big time impact guys. And their draft record over the past handful of years has not been great. So they're in a they're in a tough spot. Pete's 70 years old. Um, you know, I, I could see them as an organization just saying, hey, is this, is, does Pete really want to do this? I don't think you could let Pete Carroll go. I think it's his decision based off what he's done there. Um, but I would just be curious if Pete, you know, wants to go through this all again. How big a buyer are you into the Titans? I think what they do um, has a very high floor. They beat people up in a league where very few people do anymore. So it's a it's a difficult matchup. I think they're rushing the passer really really well. Goes back to kind of my theory on what you need to do, and um, it, it's just it's different. It's it's not like playing Air Force or Navy, but it, in the NFL it almost is because they're so committed to it and and they're just so aggressive and so physical up front. And teams don't see that. So yeah, I think they're they're 100 going to be a postseason team and they're going to be a team nobody wants to face. Now if they can, you know, if they can get everything they need to get out of the uh, you know out of the passing game to get through a full playoff run that'll be the challenge but uh, it's a high floor team uh, the Chargers the team that uh, Dan Jeremiah is the color analyst on the radio for the LA Chargers they take on the Patriots fresh off a stomping of the Jets it's it's really interesting though on how out of sight out of mind right like you go back a couple weeks ago they'd beaten the Chiefs the, the Raiders and the Browns back to back and people were talking about them as an outside threat at the Super Bowl then they go mm-hmm. and and just get their butts kicked uh, by the Ravens, and then they, they have a bye week, and literally nobody's talking about the Chargers. <laughs> I, I, would, I would contend that Patriots, Eagles, Vikings, three games in which they are and should be favored in, and then even Steelers, like this is where if the Chargers are really different, this is where they win three of four or four of four. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I find it kind of – it is kind of funny because you look at the uh... – the schedules for those teams and you kind of look at the wins that they've had um, and you compare them. So everybody's been, you know, buzzing about the Patriots because of the 54 points they put up on the jets and Mac Jones is playing well. Um, and then you, okay, well, Patriots are, they've won three games. They beat the jets twice and, and they beat the Texans. And you look at the chargers who nobody's talking about. Nobody seems to care about. They beat the chiefs. They beat the Raiders. They beat the Browns. Um, so it is. It's a good point about kind of out of sight, out of mind. Now the Chargers got their teeth kicked in by the Patriots last year. I think it was forty-five to nothing. So um, they're going to have to play a heck of a lot better in this in this matchup than they did last year. And they've got to match the physicality. That's been their challenge. Uh, the Browns ran it down their throats a little bit. You saw the Cowboys do that, um, and then you obviously saw what the what the Ravens did. So they've had a bye. They've had two weeks to try and get that stuff figured out, but they're going to have to match the physicality of the Patriots because you know that's coming. DJ, you're the best, man. Enjoy the game against the Patriots. Can't wait to hear your breakdown of the two uh, quarterbacks, the second-year star Justin Herbert and the rookie Mac Jones. You'll be on the call. Thanks for joining us. Yep, and good luck to your Dodgers tonight, Doug. (laughs) My Dodgers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. Um, you know, we've been searching for this answer. I've been searching for this answer for a long time. And I think we finally got it. The question is, how can the Houston Texans trade Deshaun Watson if Deshaun Watson, we don't even know what the commissioner thinks, what the league thinks, what the likelihood is of him playing this year. So yesterday, in addition to the Washington football team, Roger Goodell opened up on Deshaun Watson. Take a listen. And until that process is ongoing and we have enough data and enough information to be able to make a determination of whether he should go on commissioner exam, uh, we don't feel that we have that necessary information at this point. Um, take a little, I want one more time, listen to the last two sentences. Go, go ahead, one more time, Ron. That process is still ongoing. And until that process is ongoing and we have enough data and enough information to be able to make a determination of whether he should go on commissioner exam, uh, we don't feel that we have that necessary information at this point. Okay, so look, there's some potential criminal charges. There's civil charges, that a civil suit that's out there against him, and they don't have the information. It's it's not really at, what he's saying is very lawyerly and very true. But the message is, hey, look, everything that's been brought to the table doesn't rise to level of suspension. So I guess he can play. I, I, I don't think there's any question here that what the Dolphins hear in this is you're going to take a PR hit when you get him but this doesn't feel like it passes the smell test. It just doesn't. And because of it, there's nothing we can do. Like, remember, they've held guys out because of accusations in the past. They've suspended people in the past because of accusations. They have chosen to this point to not even put them on the commissioner's exempt list, and they have been in investigating it. I don't know that that's what I hear is he's going to be able to play. He's going to be able to play. There's nothing we can do. We haven't gotten any information to this point that rises to the level of a commissioner's exemplus, let alone a suspension. Bayer, do you hear something different in that? Just, Summarize uh, just your question again, if you my, will, my, my just so question, I can answer it correctly. The, the, the question is how can, how can the, the, the Texans, or how can anybody trade for Deshaun Watson? Like, how can you when you don't know what the commissioner's office is going to do with him in terms of the commissioner's exempt list? And when he says we don't 
have any inform we don't have that information yet, you know, and basically saying to this point, you know, nothing we you know, to put him on that list, you get plenty of information. It just doesn't appear to be the type of information that's going to take him out the football field. That's what it feels like to me. I I don't understand and and I don't know if I'm answering your question. I don't understand the report that Stephen Ross wants everything wants to know what the outcome is before giving away what the Texans wanted. Because isn't that the whole deal? If Deshaun Watson is free and clear of the charges and there is a commissioner, whatever, even if it's a year or eight games or whatever it may be, you're still getting your franchise quarterback. But you to think that you're going to get to him at a discounted rate, it just doesn't None of it makes sense to me. Like you either give them the discounted package with the question of him and his status, whether it be with the commissioner or whether it be with the charges that were, uh, you know, alleged against him, or you, he's free in the clear, and you just give the Texans everything that they want. To me, there's just no middle ground. I don't understand how you could have middle ground, and I don't understand why the Dolphins would ask uh, or say that they want to know. Everybody wants to know what his status is. Texans want to know what his status is going to be. The Dolphins want to know what his status is going to be. So I don't know why there would be some middle ground unless the Dolphins were willing to pay less with the possible risk that he may not play for them or have a substantial suspension. Jason, what do you think? I think that uh, Goodell's comments, as you just said, I think he seems to be giving uh, teams, or the Dolphins specifically, uh, the go-ahead to make a trade. Uh, he does leave himself an out here by saying, um, up to now, we haven't been given enough information. Um, I, I'm i going to continuously be the guy who is like, how does any team, let on the Dolphins, bring this guy in knowing what's going to happen? I know you say it's a, a PR hit, and I think Dan has, has said on this show that it, it it'll be like a one-day news cycle thing, but think about it. Deshaun hasn't really been forced to answer questions. Um, you have to put him in front of reporters, and then your entire organization is going to be hounded by you know, the woke mob and everybody else. I, it just seems to me that that's not worth this, plus the assets. Um, but I didn't say me. it'd be a one day. Th- I did not say that. I just think at some point they're going to move past it. I, I, I just, I really think if we look, if we look at, and it's different because it's a quarterback. Roethlisberger. What people forget about Roethlisberger was okay. Roethlisberger is really suspended for three things. There was a Lake Tahoe deal. There was the Georgia deal, which ultimately led to suspension. And in between, you guys remember he had the motorcycle crash where he didn't have a helmet on. He went over his over the, the handlebars of his bike and bust his head open. You guys remember, remember that? And it was it it was everybody believes that he was suspended for the accusations in Georgia. It's really a lot like the Ezekiel Elliott thing, where it's just like dude, you got to be stopped being an idiot and putting yourself in this position. So we're just going to suspend you. So uh, I, I think I might look, if you have this level of accusations and some of the accusations, just if you actually read them, you're like, really? Um, but the fact that there are no, I don't believe there's any pending criminal charges against him. It just, it's really hard for us to, to, to figure out, any sort of what, what's real. What do I think happens in terms of the media? I, I do think it's a, yeah, he'll have one intro press conference will be uncomfortable. He'll read some sort of statement. He may do some Q and a, 
but it's a these are personal things that don't pertain to football and if they're not a criminal case and they probably won't go to civil you know they'll have to settle or whatever like i i think those things i think they go i do i do think they go away does it paint the picture of he's got a weird sexual history yes okay and this is a guy who i i mean this when i when i say it like i didn't like that he was holding out i didn't like what his agent because his agent did this with uh, Jalen Ramsey before that's what his agents kind of known for they signed a contract got paid for the first three years of the contract up front and then before the contract really went live because the last season was actually under the old contract he's like I don't want to play for you anymore like that just and that was it was after the after the new Hopkins trade so I was anti Deshaun in terms of his stance from the start, I talked to NFL people and every one of them are like, well, you know, if, 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 if Deshaun Watson, this is actually a quote from another GM. If Deshaun Watson isn't good with how an organization is run, I side with Deshaun Watson because there's a guy who has a pristine background. Right? So he has positive equity. I think a lot of that is gone. But I do think you cash it in. And then you move on and you start playing great football. And I think things change. I mean, you're, you're closer to this than I am, Dan. But like when, when all this came down, I think Deshaun had originally said something along the lines of I've never disrespected a woman. And I remember thinking to myself that that's just simply overcompensating for something. When, when somebody says something like that, I'm thinking there's something there. It's like a, a person that says, I never argue with my wife. Which, it just isn't true. And why are you, what are you hiding? So I, I kind of got the feeling then, unless he's said something since then that, that, that has been different than that. No. Um, no. That, that's... I, 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 again, the disrespecting your wife, like, again, everybody has a definite, it's like the, it all depends on what your definition of is, is like, I, 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 I kind of feel like we know, we all kind of know what feels like happened. Right. I, I just, again, like I know we're available on Sirius satellite radio, but I don't feel like I can, we're also under the watchful eye of the S- FCC. So there's, well, yeah. You know, and again, I w- doesn't mean that again, doesn't make it okay does it rise to the level of criminal activity to this point the houston houston police department says no right so well no that's not correct because they just haven't completed their investigation that has not been they've had their own allegations that's 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 a a fair and thank you for the correction but wouldn't he have been like these are not new allegations wouldn't he been charged He's the starting quarterback of the NFL franchise in Houston, and I, so I, I understand. Yeah, but but, but some of this some of this gonna... works some of that works against you now. Okay, some of that works against you. We're like we want to make a we want like this is what happened to Plexico Burris, right? Plexico Burris shot himself in the leg. It's already he's already humiliated. It felt like double jeopardy when he went to jail for it. But New York wanted to make a point. No one is above the law in terms of carrying a gun. Well, un, un, you know, carrying an unlicensed firearm. So he went to jail for shooting himself in the leg. Right. I, I do think that there's a level of, yeah, he doesn't. And by the way, he said he doesn't want to be Houston's quarterback. If, if they had the stuff to charge him with, remember, he doesn't want to be in Houston. 
He wants out. Now, it's nothing to do with the city of Houston. So I, I understand what you're saying, Dan, but the reality is not the starting quarterback, wants nothing to do with the franchise, simply wants to go somewhere else, and they still haven't charged him. Again, I don't know what happened. Neither do you. Neither does the Twitter sphere. Neither does anybody else. I can guess. I can suppose. I That's not how I've rolled, I, you know, but I also would tell you that I'm just trying to use I'm just trying to use logic here. Wouldn't logic tell you that, especially in these times in 2021, where we're trying to make up for the fact that women have not been protected well enough by the law? Wouldn't there be charges already? Is that reasonable? Is this reasonable? I and I again, thank you for the correction, Dan. You're not wrong. I was wrong in terms of where they actually are. They're still it's still an open investigation, but it's not like it just got open investigation last week. That's gone on for a while. Yes, okay. and 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 even when I when I said that of of him being the starting quarterback, you're right. It's there's I don't know double edged sword is the right to, you know analogy to use on it, but there's there's a way where you have to be super careful, and yes. then there's the the other side of it with like I think the Burris situation that that you mentioned with New York, and I think that's that's why we. We it's, see it's it. just like it's just like in school and like everybody remember we remember this from when we were um, when we were if you're in high school. Right. Like everybody thinks like, oh, well, teachers always help out the jocks. Well, there might be a teacher that helps out the jocks. There's also might be a teacher that is anti jock happens in college as well. You'll have one. You know, my 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 marketing professor when I was at Oklahoma State, they okay, also kept the stats for the basketball games. Right. Right. Lee Manzer, Dr. Lee Manzer. He taught a great class, great class, but he was as hard or harder on me than he was any other student. His son played basketball. His, his grandson now is a walk-on on the team and is going to play at Oklahoma State, right? So here's a guy who, on the surface, bro, that should be an A. You get Manzer's class, he keeps your stats at the game, right? It's an A. I got a C. It was the hardest. It was like the hardest class I took at Oklahoma State. Why? Because he knew I had to be better than everybody else. So I I think that along the lines of the police as well. Will you have people in police departments that may I don't know, turn a blind eye or give the benefit of the doubt to somebody famous? Yes, but you'll also have people who are like, Nah, man, we got to be extra vigilant. And and make a point to somebody who thinks they're above the law. So I do think it works both ways. And the, I just the reality is there's not to convene a grand jury and to and to get charges against somebody is not that high a bar. And they haven't done it yet. Doesn't mean it won't happen. But again, this is part of what Goodell's saying. Like, look, there's no charges. We have no information. Yeah, I think he can play. Like you play. It's it's weird. Uh, by the way, can, do we have the Tua sound? Do you guys have the Tua sound again? Because the Tua sound is different. All of these people are quoting Tua Tungavailoa saying, I do not feel wanted. But I don't, I think he did the, didn't he do the double negative, Dan? Uh, I don't not feel wanted. <laughs> That's what I could say. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't I don't base my emotions off of who says anything about me or or who's saying what. No, but the people I mean, are I misquoting this. Is, look, is look, my... look, I'm 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 looking at all these quotes that say I don't feel wanted. That's not what he said. Can't he believe... said I don't 
not feel wanted, right? Yeah, yeah. I I did see I did see one report that had it correctly, that, but I I have not. It's odd that Twitter would be wrong, but yeah, to your point, it is the double <laughs> negative. Twitter wrong. Uh, I don't not feel wanted. I don't not feel wanted. All right. I mean, listen. In a, the the double negative strikes again. It's like uh, idiot fully, test. Fully, uh, this uh, at MD Snakeheads says it's not TV Gottlieb show. Investigations take some time, especially involving twenty women. I understand. <clears throat> I do understand. This is not a new investigation. Everything has been turned over. So I, they've interviewed these women. I, again, I'm not sitting here telling you that. Please don't don't think I'm telling you I think that these actions are appropriate. And if he sexually violated any woman, he should go to jail. But I'm not the law. I don't know the accusations, whatever. I just know that when there's this level of attention to a case and there's been nothing in terms of levied charges from the criminal side, it makes everybody go like, I, I just I don't know if they're real. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.